This is the Riches from the Pages radio broadcast with evangelist Adam Borden, brought to you by Wahoo Baptist Church in Murrayville, Georgia. We invite you to join us for this time of mining the unsearchable riches of God's Word. And now evangelist Adam Borden. Well, thank you, our dear friend, Brother Les Butler. We appreciate him and all he does for us. And thank you, dear listener. Thank you, friend, for joining us once again here at Riches from the Pages. Now, we're going to try to finish up our study today that we've been going over the last several weeks from the book of Proverbs, chapter number 30, our series called Creating Godly Character. And before we get into this last section of Scripture, I just want to say that there is a great deal of wealth in not just this chapter of the Bible, but if we think about it, everywhere we can go in the Bible, there is wisdom to be found. There is instruction that we can apply to our lives and we can find the Christ of Calvary on every page. And so I invite you to get your daily study on the move. Be active in your daily study of the word. Now let's get into our last Um, thought here on creating godly character. Verse number 29 through 33, we're going to look at this final section of chapter number 30. And again, we're given four examples. This is the fifth section. We had things that are unsatisfied, things that are sneaky, seductive, subtle, sly, sublime. We had the things that are stressful or cause strife. Most times those are people. Then we had last time things that are small. Interesting study. And today, finally, we're going to talk about things of strength, things that are strong. For examples, here we go, verse 29. There be three things which go well. Yea, four are comely in going. Now, let's, let's just analyze that just a little bit. We're given four examples. We know that's four creation. We're talking about creating godly character. And he says there are four things that are comely in going. They go well. They, When we see these things in motion, when we see these things in action, they are attractive. They are admirable. They give us a sense of awe when we see them at their peak of performance. And these are some things of character that we ought to try to apply to our lives as the children of God, the children of the King. Not just things that are small, those are valuable, but let's talk about some things that are strong. Verse 30, here we go. A lion, which is strongest among beasts, and turneth not away for any. A lion. Oh, a lion. Oh, the king of the jungle. I think it's interesting that lions don't actually live in the jungle mostly. They live out in the savanna of Africa. That's Oh, anyway. The lions, the, they are strong in body. They are strong in their senses. And most importantly... They're driven by an inner hunger. Let me give you a verse, Proverbs 28, 1. Let's just look at this. The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. There's two animals out on that African savanna, out on that that plains of wildlife, the predator, the lion, and the prey, the gazelle, or the antelope, or the zebra. 
those things that are chased by, they run because they're afraid. They run because they're afraid. I think of those who run from the police. If you didn't do anything wrong, why are you running? You know, the, the police wouldn't chase you if you didn't run. But that's another story. But the lion does not run because he's afraid. He runs because there's an inner hunger in him. He runs because he's hungry. There's something inside him that drives him. But the fearful, they run because they fear they're being chased or they might be chased. But the lion, he's driven by an inner hunger. Let's move quickly. Look here, verse number 31. A greyhound. Okay. Well, not exactly a lion, but what an impressive animal. Of dogs, of all canines, probably the fastest dog. In fact, so much they've built a gambling industry around the speed of greyhounds. Greyhounds are a very old breed. Uh, they were hunting dogs. They were built to catch swift a prey. What about the greyhound? Number one, we know this. He's swift. He's swift. He's fast. Everybody knows that. Why is he fast? I'll tell you why he's fast. He's lean. He's carrying no extra weight. He's not burdened down by a lot of things that slow him down. What is Hebrews chapter 12? Verse 1, tell us, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. This greyhound is moving at speed because he's not weighted down by a lot of extra weight. And my friend, have you ever seen someone who it looks like the Christian life, they moved through it so much easier. They moved through it with a spiritual understanding. They moved through it with a leading of the Spirit of God. They moved through it with an understanding of the word. Why is it? Because they are not weighted down with vices and habits and fleshly fulfillments and the weight of sin. What about that greyhound? Okay, let's let's go on here. Verse 31. And he goat also. <laughs> now there's a, a newer rendering of goat G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. When somebody is the greatest, they call them the goat. Mm. <laughs> the goat. Now, I've been around goats. I'm not a huge fan of goats. Goats stink. Goats are ornery. And in fact, that's probably one of their greatest attributes in a way i guess you could say that they're stubborn but they're not stubborn without a reason okay let's let's look at this a little bit further acts 20 verse 24 what did paul say paul gives a a a dissertation in chapter number 24 of things that have happened to him pitfalls he's fallen into dead church members huh <laughs> yeah old eutychus over there in chapter 20 of acts he's having to travel all the times he's been shipwrecked he's been bit by poisonous snakes he's been attacked by a wild beast and what's he say verse 24 
but none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. What did he say? None of these things move me. I'm stubborn. I'm a little bit stubborn. I'm stubborn. I'm grounded. I'm, you're not going to move me easily. I'm like that old billy goat. If I don't want to move, I'm not going to move, and you're not going to make me move. We need some billy goat stubbornness when it comes to the stand on the precious word of God, this King James Bible. We need to be steadfast and unmovable when it comes to the things of God. We need to be steadfast and unmovable in our belief in the doctrine of God. We need to be steadfast and unmovable in our witness for God. We need to be steadfast and unmovable when it comes to the truth of Scripture. When it comes to how we raise our children, when it comes to our church attendance, when it comes to our service unto him, we need to be steadfast and unmovable like that old stubborn billy goat. Man, these things are strong in their own way. Now, the billy goat, he's not as fast as the greyhound. He's, he's stout, though. The greyhound, he's not as strong as the lion. He doesn't have that big eager hunger. He's, but the lion is not as fast as the greyhound. And the lion's probably not as stubborn as the billy goat. And the billy goat, he surely doesn't have all the senses that the lion does. But there's something we can gain from all of these. You can't just be a lion. You can't just be just like a greyhound. You can't just be just like a billy goat. You can't just be like an ant or just like just just like a coney. You can't just stay in the rock all the time. You got to move. You got to be industrious like the ant a little bit. You can't just be just like the spider. You can't just be like one of these things. These are all things that we need to incorporate. Can you imagine someone who was industrious, intense, within the rock, moving with a singular purpose and on forward progress, who was also patient and kind and effective and humble and strong and moved with confidence and moved quickly and was unmovable off the things that he shouldn't? Oh, man, then you'd have something. These are all things that we can incorporate in our character. Then he gives this final thing in verse 31. He says, a lion, a greyhound, a he-goat, and a king. A king against whom there is no rising up. What about that king? King and billy goat's not a king. Greyhound's not a king. A lion, they call him the king of the jungle. But, you know, the spider is not the king. A locust, not a king. Coney, certainly not a king. An ant, no, no way. Not a king. What about a king? I'll tell you what a king is. He's not just strong. He's not just swift. He's not just stubborn. He's supreme. A king is a king and stays a king because he wins. A king is a king because he wins. He defeats foes. He wins battles. He wins wars. He defends a territory. He sits on a throne because he wins. And he stays on a throne because he's wise. Mm. He stays there because he makes good decisions. 
Now, there's been harsh kings in the past, and we're not going to, uh, you know, give some sort of earthly, you know, example necessarily. But there's been some great kings. David was a great king. He was a great king because he was a great repenter. But I'll tell you this, old David, he had a hard time making peace in any other way than just killing people. David got peace by destroying his enemies. But David had a hard time with peace when it came to his own son. Mm. Let me just read you this. Philippians chapter 3, verse 8. Yea, doubtless. This is Paul. This is Paul speaking. Verse, let me read verse 7. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win, not period, but that I may win Christ. He says, I win when I get Christ in my life. I win when I grow in Christ. I win when I learn about Christ. I win when I obey Christ. Friend, you've got the ability to be a king or serve a king. Let me put it this way. You've got the ability to incorporate these various characteristics why? Because as Romans 8.37 says, Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. You know how you act like a king? You're a conqueror. And we are more than conquerors. We can conquer our fear. We can conquer sin. Why? Because we're in him. Proverbs 11.30 says, He that winneth souls is wise. What are you winning at? It doesn't matter if you win in business if you don't win souls. Proverbs 16, 32, quickly, he that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. He that ruleth his spirit then taketh a city. You can act like a king in this life if you'll act like Christ. Oh, I hope you've enjoyed this series. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us, evangelistadamborden.com. We pray that we'll all have godly character. Our prayer is that the word of God has done a work in you today. For more information on the ministry of Evangelist Adam Borden, go to evangelistadamborden.com, spelled B-O-R-D-E-N, and click on the contact page, or you can call 615-785-5682. Join us next time as we find riches from the pages of God's Word with Evangelist Adam Borden.